Welcome to Come Queens, the Pussy Positive podcast challenging cultural norms around our bodies, sexuality, and pleasure so that we can uplift the matriarchy one conversation at a time. I'm Grace. And I'm Charlotte. And in this week in Pussy News, we talk about recent court ruling that provided the biggest payout from Johnson & Johnson in regards to their cancer-causing baby powder. We also talk about the Supreme Court case affirming LGBTQ workers' rights and the court case striking restrictive access to abortions in the Big Easy. Um, If you are a returning listener, do not forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us grow. So... We were going to talk about something else this week about a, an allergy, but oh, we're going right. to save yeah. we're going to save that because there have just been some high action in the courts lately, and uh, For real. generally speaking, with all the shitty ass news <laughs> that there's been, these are actually some really exciting, pretty uh, good and uplifting decisions. Yeah. yeah. Should we start with Johnson Johnson? Yeah, those bastards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this was this ruling was about the 2018 court case where the court originally wanted Johnson Johnson to pay 4.7 billion dollars in damages um, for 22 women who alleged that they developed ovarian cancer from their baby powder product over the course of decades. Yeah. So. These fuckers have known about this since, well, I actually, I found two sources. One said the 60s and uh, yeah, one I said the, 60s. The, the 70s as well, um, because I guess, and we talked about this briefly in our Scent of a Woman episode, episode five, if you want to go back and listen to that. But um, I guess talc, which is the main ingredient in, well, there's two kinds of baby powder. There's like cornstarch-based baby powder, and then there's talc-based baby powder, and talc-based baby powder is mined in area basically it'll naturally be contaminated with asbestos mm-hmm. which mesophilioma yeah we always see those yeah. commercials um i see that in real estate because there's still siding that's made out of asbestos mm. but i mean we it's a known carcinogen and johnson and johnson is a huge company i mean they make band-aids they make pharmaceuticals right. um they're a very rich family mm-hmm. and they knew that these products were contaminated with this dangerous substance and they continued to sell them anyway. So, and sadly, uh, of the 22 women who are involved in this suit, um, half of them have passed away from their ovarian cancer. Uh, the first court decision right. in 2018 with the $4.7 billion was appealed. And at that time, I think five of them or six of them had passed away, but now um, five more have passed away since then. So it's a shame that they're not even going to get to see, you know, the justice that right. will be served. And surely Johnson Johnson is, is going to appeal this again. Right, because that's been their MO. They've appealed every uh, allegation against them since the beginning. Um, but the Missouri Appeals Court did rule that the women are entitled to $2.1 billion dollars. They cut the payment in half because of some bureaucratic bullshit saying that some of the women shouldn't have been involved in the case anyway because they were not Missouri residents. Yeah, and the the court was the Eastern District um, of the Missouri Court of Appeals that made this decision. Um, But they, 
Well, I mean, I just I just think a lot about. Um, I actually was thinking about particularly a male friend I have that I know. I actually know several male friends who use baby powder on their assholes. Oh, yeah. Like Why? It, oh, because uh, like s- yeah, smell? It's, well, smell dryness. You know, like to keep also like suck up that moisture. So I mean, the most disgusting part of all of this is that not only did they you know know this information then they specifically targeted their advertising towards black and latinx women as well as overweight women so i guess that they you know i mean in a, please tell people this information because a lot of people still do not know that baby powder is dangerous and could you not name it the most like soft and non-dangerous right. sounding yeah. thing baby mm-hmm. powder um because people use it like when they're sweaty too. Like mm-hmm. if you have, che- I mean, we've all had like, you know, our thighs rubbed together or my my boobs. I don't really have that problem with, but people put it underneath their boobs. They put it in their underwear, like for right, like for, and that's what's really causing the ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they, I mean, they like actually went into Black and Latinx communities and gave a bunch of free samples at through churches and mm. uh, salons. So, um, yeah, that's and then in 2009, their marketing plan said that 43 percent of the plan's focus is on the top 10 overweight states. Oh, wow. So like the idea is like, oh, you're sticky. This will make you less sticky, I guess. Um, And I mean, it just goes back to like our whole history, right, of um, of trying to tell women that their bodies aren't okay as, Mm -hmm. as they are. Yeah, so as of March 2020, Johnson Johnson has 19,000 pending lawsuits against them. They announced that they will discontinue the talc-based products in the U.S. and Canada. But, I mean, they're still not admitting any wrong. Their, their reasoning for this was because of the misinformation around the safety of our product and the constant barrage of litigation and advertising. So they're still, they still don't admit to any kind of cancer-causing agents found in there. In their products. And they're actually now going to market these products in Africa and South America because they're also trying to market it. It was marketed a lot in the South here in the United States because it was like if you're in a hotter area mm-hmm. where you would be sweatier. Right. Um, but last year in October, they recalled 33,000 bottles of baby powder for asbestos contamination. It's crazy. Even though they aren't, right. doesn't have it in it. Yeah. Um, Walmart, CVS, and Rite Aid have removed all the bottles from their shelves, and that was back in 2018, I think. Wow. And the World Health Organization has been saying that it's a possible carcinogen since 2006. So, um, but there, they did a study on it to try to show whether or not, um, you know, it caused ovarian cancer, and the study was, like, horribly flawed. Well, first of all, they um, they didn't distinguish whether or not people are using the talc-based baby powder versus mm. the cornstarch-based. And um, they studied, uh, and then it would have just been like whether or not you happen to use it or not. And 98% of the participants were white women. Of course. Yeah. So you already have a skewed sample. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the victims, her name's Crystal Kim, 
Um, she, I read an interview with her where she just talked about like how when, oh, it was so sad. Cause like when she was a young woman, she was like, she was an athlete and her mom was like, you know, you, you have to smell nice and this is what, you know, like this is what you'll use as a product. And like she kept baby powder in her locker and just always used it throughout her mm-hmm. whole life. And then she ended up finding she she just like had was in like a follow-up appointment for some abnormalities with an ultrasound and then like they put her out and she woke up and they had given her a hysterectomy because they discovered wow. the ovarian cancer and then she like went into chemo treatments immediately afterwards and they found um talc in her ovi- ovary tissue as well as in her fallopian tubes and asbestos in her lymph nodes jesus so um, again, we have to like normalize our, our sense too, and you don't need to put any kind of product, um, on your vulva or in your vagina, right? Yeah, you know, to make it smell differently, just like plain washing with plain water is, is great. Mm-hmm. Th- that's the move. Um, you know, cause like that, that shame, I mean, goes back to like Lys- Lysol too, you know, I mean, these big American companies, mm-hmm. Who you're like ingrained to like trust because like, oh, they've been established for so long. You see that they have tons of commercials they run saying like they donate to charities, so and so forth. But you really can't trust these uh, these companies. Yeah. And I mean, it should be no surprise. Like that just shows you, you know, how insidious uh, systemic racism is and how it goes into literally everything mm-hmm. right like it's even in our products that we get um at the store you know so and these people don't give a fuck i mean they had this information and they right and now the only basically the only reason why they're even stopping isn't because it's dangerous it's because people are, are have wised up to it right so uh and i mean if you're a person who has you know, had ovarian cancer and you use these products, I mean, I would say, you know, get in on those lawsuits mm-hmm. and try to get some of their cash because that's the only way you can punish companies, right, is by taking their money. And even that, like, what is what is $2.1 billion to Johnson Johnson? Right. That's probably a fucking drop in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, ovarian can- cancer is super rare which is like another reason why they've had trouble studying it but if you do get it the five-year survival rate is only 50 percent wow so um so yeah i mean that's why you know it's important to like also you know check on go get your get regular, regular pap smears yeah i just had my pap smear yeah uh yesterday it they it the speculum like hit me in a, in a, in a spot that i really mm. It was not pleasant to me. Yeah. You would think after all these years, maybe they like come up with a new device. Right. Something that's not that so soft and made and of harsh. Right. Why couldn't they silicone? make it out of silicone? Yeah. Like, take it. Take a um, tip from the sex toy industry and like do something that's comfortable. Well, I guess you got to make it like super sterile. But yeah, they, if but someone was looking into it, I think it could definitely it, be it possible. Could be done. Yeah. Um, but they said they did give me good news. They said if my well, it depends because I had a, I had a normal pap last year and then I had to have a second procedure. But um, if it like depending, it's five years between paps now after, especially five. after you're over thirty. They said so. Oh wow, that would be great if I didn't have to do that shit for five more years. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's talk about our 
next court case. Supreme Court. Yeah, we're getting Supreme. Dude, I realized like I didn't even know all the names of the people who are on the Supreme Court, so I think it's good if we list off like who is actually representing us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got Stephen Breyer, who is of the liberal sect of the Supreme Court. Clarence Thomas, I think we all know about him and Bush, his pubic hair. appointee. Pubic hair and Coke can. Um, he is Republican-leaning, obviously. He's voted with the Republicans almost every, I think every case. John Roberts um, was... A Bush appointee, a Bush 2 appointee, Bush Jr. Ah. And he's he's like a considered a swing. He has recently been swinging, which is very interesting to see. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Democratic leaning, obviously. Samuel Alito... Neil Gorsuch, which Trump was a appointed. Trump appointee. Sonia Sotomayor. Obama. Obama. Elena <laughs> Kagan. Also Obama. And Brett Kavanaugh. Our newest and most mm-hmm. disgusting. No, it's hard to say which one between him Is, and Clarence. I mean, right. Clarence Thomas. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. Right. Um, but, you know, even though, like, in theory... The court would be five four, right? Yes. Liberal leaning versus, you know, I mean, first of all, Supreme Court justices aren't supposed to be a political party, but I mean, (laughs) you can kind of look at who appointed them to Mm -hmm. see. But I mean, even that just shows you. I mean, not that I don't think George Bush is a giant piece of shit who started a war of my generation, but he, even back then, there was more of a thought of like, you know, when Roberts was appointed, that we were going to try to appoint people who were like neutral mm-hmm. type people um and roberts is the chief justice i mean i think that's who that's definitely the ideal like who you want deciding these major laws you don't want people who are just uh playing party lines well and that's the whole point of the supreme court right is mm-hmm. that they're supposed to be the check on right. the other branches of government or at least that's the bullshit they taught me mm-hmm. <laughs> in history class although these cases have actually given me like I am like okay well maybe there is hope through the court like maybe the court is some I don't know maybe there's some way I mean they've chipped away at a lot of rights over the years especially with like corporations Mm -hmm. Um, but the which one do you want to go for first Uh, do you want to do the striking down Louisiana abortion law sure so the Supreme Court, five to four. Um, Roberts was the swing vote here that um, ruled against this Louisiana law that could have left the state with only one single abortion clinic. So the state law required that doctors performing abortions um, need to have admitting privileges at nearby hospitals. And in the state of Louisiana, two out of five doctors who provide abortions had admitting privileges. So that would leave Louisiana with one um, abortion clinic in New Orleans and one in Shreveport. And they were saying, like, not only the... Well, I mean, because you could say, oh, well, maybe they should have admitting privileges at the hospital. Like, if you... And what they were saying was, first of all, it had to be within 30 miles of their clinic. Mm-hmm. So that was hyper-restrictive. And these laws are put in place with the intention of reducing access to abortion. Exactly. 
But then they couldn't get admitting privileges because either the hospital, you know how like a lot of hospitals too are associated with like, especially in New Reli- Orleans, yeah, Catholic religious. institutions. Mm-hmm. Um, so they couldn't get, and also like you just bring hell on, I mean, as much as people go after these people. So, or they didn't meet you certain times like to get admitting privileges, you have to meet a minimum requirement and like almost no one ever has to go to the hospital from having an abortion. Exactly. That's because the it's thing. so fucking safe. Yeah. Like, um, it's a safe procedure that you can get done in a clinic. You don't need to go to a hospital. So this clearly was put in place to create an obstacle for women to have access to abortions. Yeah, and uh, there's less than 1% complication rate um, for abortions. The one clinic that was a part of the suit said that they had only had four instances in 20 years of being uh, an abortion provider um, where somebody had to go to a hospital and abortions are 11 times safer than giving birth. So this was basically, though, Roberts just, he took like a tiny, he didn't actually uphold the right to abort. The problem, I think, in the decision is he didn't really uphold the right to having an abortion. Mm -hmm. He just made his decision based on precedent, which was that that the, the Texas had tried to make a law like this right. before, and this was before the new appointees were in from Trump. And so he was just affirming that decision um, and saying, you know, just backing it up purely on that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, it wasn't anything, they didn't get into the area of whether or not women have the right. The right, yeah. Um, but... Um, you know, that's like, I feel like it's, this is another area where, um, systemic racism comes into play because women in Louisiana or black women in Louisiana are four times more likely to die from childbirth than white women. So it's just, it's also interconnected, right? So like, I don't know. I just feel like also, like if you even look at like abortion, cause abortion services are also used more by black women Mm -hmm. in Louisiana, but also probably because our, you know, the way our society is structured, you don't have access to healthcare, healthcare resources to take care of your family. Mm -hmm. You're more likely to be impoverished. You know, you're already facing so many challenges. Um, Because I hear that. I hear that a lot on the right. Um, There's like this argument and it's like, is this the one time you care about black people? First of all, because that, like where they're like the real civil rights issue. Have you heard this? No, and you don't. You're, you're not in the deep. You don't know these deep evangelicals <laughs> like I do. But what are they saying? they're saying like the real <clears throat> like the real travesty is that, you know, black children are being aborted at higher rates than white children. And they're like, that's the real racism. That's hmm. the real. If you cared about black people, you would care about black babies that are being aborted. That's like their, that's their move, which is ridiculous because they don't care about black people in any other right. circumstance or any other policy. Only the unborn. Only, yeah. And on, then they don't and then care it, for them at all or provide them any resources once they're born. Right, right. And I mean, like, I just think that there's so much room to like, you know, like obviously we would love to create a world in which people didn't have to choose you know, if they wanted to keep a child, but they felt that the economic circumstances mm-hmm. should not have to be a factor in making this decision. 
for women, but it is a factor. Right. And how could you not have it be a factor? Um, I mean, when that's your life experience, mm-hmm. you know, or like, you know, addressing just like all the, you know, all the problems. Also, like, look at the world right now, you know? Jesus, yeah. You know, it's a hard, it's a hard time to say like, okay, well, um, with all the uncertainty. And I mean, re- abortion access has been restricted throughout COVID because they're refusing mm-hmm. to allow. I was reading the other day in North Carolina, we have a three-day waiting period to get an abortion. So you have to. You have to like be counseled mm. first, which first of all, if you want counseling, counsel with your doctor, counsel right. with your friends, family. I mean, people, women are capable of making decisions. I About know their own bodies. I know yes. this is a wild concept mm-hmm. for people to understand, but women are making decisions, the best decisions they can in their given life circumstances at any time. Um, but but because they will not allow the counseling to happen via t- telehealth. Oh Jesus Christ! In North Carolina, it has to be in, in person. And I'm wondering. So you're saying like, oh, we have to travel because Asheville? I don't believe we we do not have an abortion provider here any longer. We did, mm-hmm. but they're gone now. And I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'd have to verify that. But um, you know, so you're talking. You're already having to travel, right? Even in Louisiana, this is in the best case scenario. Like they were going to have one provider, but now they're going to have a whopping three providers mm-hmm. because that just goes to show you like how, yeah, how, how, hard, it how is hard it is to, to get an abortion. Right. And yeah, and to seek that out. I was reading uh, Shrill. I read Lindy West's book and she has an abortion and, you know, and she tells her story in the book, but she just went to her like primary care doctor. Like she didn't even know that she, she just went in there and she's like, okay, like let's have an abortion let's now. But then she's like, um, I can't do that. You know, because you put yourself, even just being a provider, you put yourself in danger. You have like psychos who are threatening you mm-hmm. at all times. Abortion providers have been killed. Um, you know, who, who are we? fighting for here but i mean so it's glad that they like it's good that they stopped this but we are this is one like tick in the chain of what's been happening right and they didn't get to the meat of it like if if we get it if we lose another supreme court justice you know Mm -hmm. rbg i see you there you're hanging on gotta hang on hang on for us she's been through cancer like repeatedly jesus and she just keeps on fighting because i mean and i'm assuming that you know if we get this doofus out of office that you know she'll probably retire and let Mm -hmm. the other person make an appointment um but if we get one more i mean we're we're fucked you know yeah we're completely fucked and then um and then we know yeah and then all these all these places i mean they're already like you have to listen to the harpy i mean it's just wild oh i know yeah I just what they force women to go through, right? As if you're decision. not already in right. a situation that you don't probably want to. I mean, obviously, you have an unwanted pregnancy. Mm-hmm. It's a not wanted situation, and you're making it that much more traumatic. The purpose is to guilt, and I wonder what these counselors like. Who are they being funded by? Like, are they're not just unbiased people? Like, they're definitely being funded by 
I would assume religious organizations. Yeah, I mean it's got to be. I well, and all these like pregnancy support. We have one up here. Yes, on Haywood Road, it's like a pregnancy support services place. And they're like, you see call that? if you're pregnant and you need help. Yeah, but it's you don't just have like insurance, and mm-hmm. they are like, okay, well, I can see why I would want to do that. Maybe if I ever get pregnant, I'll just like go continue to threaten that I'm going to have an abortion throughout my whole pregnancy just to convince Christians to like pay for all of my medical care. <laughs> that's a good, yeah, that's a good scam. I can, I could get back at them that way. <laughs> um, but that's, and then they, and then they tell you misinformation. Those pregnancy centers yes. try to make it sound like abortion is dangerous, like you're not going to be able to have children again mm-hmm. later. Like all this fear mongering when in actuality, like actually giving birth is highly dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to, yeah, compared to any Especially kind of for black women who are four times more likely to right. die or suffer complications just from giving birth. And how are they even supposed to, like, navigate that whole system? You know, like, you're at risk every step of the way, mm-hmm. you know, as it is. And all of the barriers are going to be higher. And, I mean, that's what they're showing. Like, um, I listened to this great – I'll post it in the – um in the show notes for our show, but there's a great episode of Fresh Air with a woman who studied this idea that women feel this guilt and um, everything after their abortion. But they were showing that, like, actually women who were f- forced to have children that they didn't want were the ones who were suffering the mental health consequences and Makes then sense. the economic consequences mm-hmm. of that because sometimes people just can't get enough money together like right before the end of the wait you know there's only a certain period in time depending on the state right that you have, have and the if, procedure and like if you, let's say you don't have access to transportation but you have to mm-hmm. figure out how to get to uh, travel they were saying some of these women would have to travel 150 miles to access abortion services which is basic health care so we're glad to see that but do not lose focus on that fight because we're it, it could easily tip the other way at, oh, at definitely. any given moment there's obviously a lot of forces at play that are trying to make that happen yeah i mean i just remember when i was in college at a jesuit university loyal in, in new orleans there was one day that they brought a bunch. It was a bunch of women in the quad, older white women, and they all had, were sitting on stools and they were telling about how much guilt and regret they felt from their abortions. And there was this big chalkboard that you could write, and a lot of people wrote like "R.I.P." like shit like that. And but then of course you had a, a lot of young liberal students that were saying like. This is bullshit. Like, were they like, I don't feel, you know, or people would say like abortion is a human right. Like you can. Yeah. Just like, what was the point of that? Well, and first of all, we all make decisions throughout our lives that we are going to like have different feelings about at any given point. But I think we can all safe to say that we trust like we trust ourselves that we did the best we could, mm-hmm. you know, when we could do it. And hey, maybe you wish you weren't in that situation where you felt like you had to do that because you didn't have the resources that were available or something like that. But also, maybe you just don't give a shit and you know that, like, this is what's the right thing for right. you and you get to decide. Like, I almost wonder how much of the guilt aspect is, like, not even coming from, like, the original guilt that you would have may have or if it's just like you're being told so often that's definitely it that like you should feel bad about this that you did this horrible thing right you took a life like 
And also, I, th- it just baffles me the Republican stance on abortion because Republicans are all about like Freedom. limited government autonomy. And how can you? How can a government make rules on women's bodies? Like, how can you be like, yeah, that needs to happen, but everything else, you're like, the government needs to stay out of my right to own guns, and we shouldn't be paying for other people's uh, food stamps and shit like that. Like. I don't get that argument at all. It makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to, we haven't really honestly covered abortion in detail in any way so far in our show. And I feel like we definitely need to, um, to talk about it more too, because, you know, it's, I mean, it's just, it's such an important piece of, of our rights and just Mm -hmm. an ongoing, I mean, you're an just like ongoing battle. It, it, and it's so crazy that it's like still an ongoing right. battle, you know, and it's almost like it's it's like amped up than it was, you know, oh, for sure. Than yeah. it was. I mean, I just because the religious right is such a huge force now. I mean, that's being who's used. Trump. Oh, yeah. Like the abortion is they're being used in a political scheme, like to say, you know, and they're using and they're using women to do it, mm-hmm. too. You know, like. Every woman, and I think that a part of it is that, like, because of this whole, all this supposed guilt and shame we're supposed to feel, we don't talk about it with each other. And I think, like, women would realize how many other people, I mean, this is so commonplace. Mm-hmm. You 100% know somebody who has had this procedure. There's no way that you don't. And if you don't know about it, then that means that, you know, someone didn't feel comfortable sharing that with you. It's not necessarily your fault that they didn't feel comfortable, but... They're like, for whatever reason, you know, it's something, it's another thing that's just like hidden that we keep a secret and then pretend. And then that like feeds the shame, the shame monster too. So, um, but our last case, this one, this one is really good all around. Um, I'm super excited to hear this news because apparently in 28 states, LGBT uh, people have not had any protection Mm -hmm. to not be fired for dude i did not know that when i read that i was like holy fuck right that you can just you yeah you can discriminate based on someone's sexual orientation Mm -hmm. or gender presentation or you could up until this awesome case um yeah so the supreme court ruled that the language of the civil rights act of 1964 uh, prohibits sex discrimination and it applies to discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. So gay and transgender workers are protected in the workplace from discrimination and from being fired. Yeah, and it and it stemmed the three plaintiffs in this case. The first one was a skydiving instructor at Dope. a company called Altitude Express. This one was fucked up too because it also involved... Like, like, you know, because, like, they strap a skydiving instructor straps, like, another person. You know, you do the tandem yeah, jump. Yeah, yeah, So you're strapped Have to them. Have you ever skydove? No. Would you? I would. You, I would, but it's not something that I, it's going to be, like, my idea. It's going to be, like, all my friends are going, and I'm going to be, like, fuck it. I'm not going to watch you guys do it and me not do it, too. I'm, I'm going to jump off the bridge just like everyone else. We almost did it when we were visiting my parents, me and my husband, in Carolina Beach, because we were like, we want to get away. Yeah. And then we're looking like randomly like, what can we do? Like I wanted to parasail, but that was close. And then we're like, oh shit, skydiving's See, open. 
Parasailing. Though, I've never done that. that parasailing is high on my list. Like I yeah. really want to do it. I really. Like, I think that's easy to do. Like yeah, that sounds super fun. Right. And I just love like the idea of being over the water and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, this poor this poor skydiving instructor was like strapping himself to this woman and sa- and I think actually like to make her feel more comfortable mm-hmm. said like he was gay you know because you know they're like having intimate contact well yeah the um and then her boyfriend reported it to the owner fucking narc yeah i mean which like and then he was fired so donald, that's ridiculous that's yeah. insane <laughs> right that's insane donald zarda um and yeah in long island and then they were just like yeah and then he he had the whole recording too like he recorded the firing conversation and he's like well it's not like because you're gay it's just like you can't say you can't say you're gay you can't right exactly like and so basically in the court argument they were saying like because a lot of it was back to the intention like okay you know obviously in 1964 when they created this the civil rights act they you know weren't having a lot of public discussions. Well, I mean, just in general, there were very few rights for gay people, let alone like transgender, non-binary folks or, you know, just the whole gender. We hadn't busted open the gender spectrum like we have now. Um, And he, yeah, so they were saying, but it was because of his sex, because he was male. And the problem was if a female, it was interesting, if a female had like if a woman had date dates a man that's fine but if a man dates a man it's not fine so the problem so the discrimination was based on his sex of being a uh, man who wasn't conforming to gender norms mm-hmm. basically um but unfortunately donald zarda did not get to see this victory because he passed away in a um you know what's it called when the in the those suits he did like those free jump suits oh, you know and the, he died in a jesus yeah. those like squirrel suits yeah kind of thing in 20 yeah he died before he got to see that um there was another amy amy stevens was one of the other plaintiffs and she um was fired from rg and gr harris funeral home uh when she told her employer that she was going to live and work full time as a woman and she also didn't want to see the case i know it's a, that's oh. what's sad about these cases is that like yeah she died of kidney disease but because these cases take so, so fucking, fucking long. long yeah this was happening in like 2013 yeah and we're just and it's just going to the supreme court now it is crazy because think about the difference between now and 2013 too right. like so much shit so has that, happened who if you told me i wouldn't even believe it um, but yeah, so, but then the other, um, uh, Bostock, I don't have his first name. Um, he was worked for Clayton County, Georgia, and he was in, he was like in a social work type position. I forget exactly, um, Gerald Bostock. Um, and he was fired because he was playing for, because he told somebody that he was playing on a gay softball team. Jesus. So, yeah, I mean, come on, people. The hell, what's more American than baseball? It just seems ridiculous that we even have to go. I mean, I'm glad that the court made this decision, but also, like, are we just that piece of shit as humans that we can't just, like, 
who I just don't understand why you would care what someone else is doing with their life. Right. It doesn't impact you in any way. I really don't understand the skydiving thing. Like that makes no sense. Because he said he was gay. Yeah. Well, it was just so? from being gay. Yeah. And same thing with this other guy. He's like, I'm playing, you know, I I'm guess he, he admitted fucking... he was gay, I guess, by saying you. And they were like, they didn't like that conduct. They didn't think it was like becoming or whatever for him to play on a gay softball team. So, Ridiculous. you know, it's it's Pride Month, though. And so uh, this is definitely a win. This is definitely a win. And uh, we went down. We went down to the Pride because they did here. They did a um March for Black Trans Lives, um, and it's just cool to see those movements intersecting with each other, and um, just the recognition. But I loved, uh, you know, because it was the anniversary of the Stonewall riots, and that's the I I like how they were like the first Pride was a riot. Mm -hmm. You know, I took somebody at that sign. I love that, and um, I think it just shows how you know when we're all working together, that's we can make a big difference. Yeah. Also. I just love like that. I love the response to oppression in that community being like rainbows and glitter. It makes me yeah, so, right. so happy to like see like it was just a beautiful day and there was dancing. And so, yeah, I mean, there's no what kind of asshole employer would be. But, you know, I don't even think every everyone's not even subject to Title seven. Like if you're a small business and you have less than 15 employees, right. I don't think that you're subject to this. So, so there is possibility for discrimination to happen still. Well, and that's why we can't just rely on the government to enforce exactly. these things. We have to yeah. enforce them with our dollars. You know, if that if something like that's happening to you at your employer, like you should speak up, right? Tell publicly, and then get people to boycott that business. Yeah, go to the internet. Facebook and TikTok have been like major platforms. You know, since since all these protests have been happening and sh and. Fucking people have been getting shit done. This was the first uh, major case on transgender rights, which I think is pretty cool. Hopefully there's... Well, that was in favor of transgender rights. The Trump administration, unfortunately, has done a lot. Um, of damage. Yes, a lot of damage. He's uh, barred most transgender people from serving into the, in the military, which totally reversed Obama's uh, policy. Um. And the Department of Health and Human Services declared that gender identity is not recognized as sex discrimination in healthcare, And that happened recently during a fucking pandemic. Um, so they're wow. narrowing legal definition of sex discrimination during Pride Month, during a global pandemic. I mean, so like... You're taking an at-risk population and putting oh, them yeah. even more at risk. Exactly. Um so, but the human rights campaign plans to sue the Trump administration over this ruling. Um, and, like, fucking housing and urban development, who... Ben is, is he still the head of fucking HUD? I mean, he's probably Jesus sleeping at sleeping yeah, the wheel somewhere. Um, but they're proposing a rule um, that shelter providers are able to discriminate against clients based on their sex if their gender identification does not match their government ID. So, I mean, there's there's still a lot of shit to be done. We need to pay attention about what's happening in our courts, in our court system, and fucking keep speaking up for people's rights. Because right. the fuck? Why, why is this an... It, it, I think that that's I think that that's the thing though is like 
I think a lot of people, and maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, I and I also think it's like a lot generational. But we're just like, why? Yeah, I think a generation does play a huge part in it. Who are who? Why would we? It just seems so ridiculous that we would even have to talk about this. And Mm -hmm. why are children, literal children, having to tell us like? Get your shit together. Stop killing our earth. Stop killing black and brown I people. Know. You know, start treating everybody, you know, just live your life. Like, that's all we want. It's such a simple request that, like, it, to just want to be, have safe and healthy and nonviolent communities. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's such a low bar that, like, people are asking for. Not want to be being killed for who an you economic are. I mean I think the economic equality is where it's gonna start you know that I mean that obviously needs to happen and that's a bigger thing that that I think upsets people about it but it just seems so normal you know you wrong people I I you know like when we talk about reparations like look at Johnson and Johnson right mm-hmm. it's not a weird thing for people to say, and even though those people, even though half of the people who sued have passed away, their relatives are going to receive that that money. Yeah, exactly. And that's the same thing with reparations. Like it, we do, we already have reparations in our legal system. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why we can't have it like on a larger scale. Yeah, and we can't, and we can't have discrimination anymore. And it needs to, but we can't just, we have to enforce it as humans on other humans. Cause it, right. Because I mean, at this point, like for sure, the police aren't going to help you with anything. Um, if I mean, they would never have helped you with discrimination no. to begin with. That's ridiculous. Um, but, but yeah, um, I was, I was reading this list the other day and it was like, it was a, a white woman who was married to a black man. Um, and it was something I didn't think about. It was like an area of racism that I did I hadn't thought about that really has affected me and my relationship. Is she was like, I have to handle all of the the business. And like that's definitely the role yeah. I take in our relationship, which I don't like to have because I hate doing shit like that. But the reason why is because fucking if my husband tries to approach people, mm-hmm. then it gets escalated to a crazy situation because they think that he's like a attacking them I don't know what the fuck because of discrimination right you know so like I had to he got banned from the tag office and I had to fucking spend hours and hours going to like just get our car registered you know all because of like how they treated him and I talked to them about it but you know I was just like well and and I and I just feel like all of those things like it's not just happening in you know it's in every institution and we have to go so go look right where you are. Take yourself at this point in your life and look in your immediate zone, your immediate community and say, mm-hmm. is my homeowners association passing rules mm-hmm. that are bullshit? You know, are they call are my neighbors calling the cops right. on people for no fucking reason? You know, you have all of these opportunities that you we don't have to wait 7 years for the Supreme Court to make a decision for us to change. Um yeah. <laughs> word up <laughs> <laughs> yeah man I mean it goes back to like I think it's really evident now that we like you are saying earlier we have to be the change that we want to see like we can't rely on government or the people in power because they've shown us over and over again that they're going to fail us so it's up to us right to, to create our own new and better systems mm-hmm. so 
keep at it. I mean, I and I see that happening in so many ways. I mean, it's yeah, amazing. you could you don't have to do it in like a large scale. Like you can, that's great. But there's so many little instances of just talking to people and educating them and yeah, getting to know your neighbors and you I'm know? trolling people on next door now. That's my new thing <sighs> on the, that's awesome. the people who've been the Karens. I mean, it is Karen Central on next door, and they yeah makes sense. are just calling the cops <laughs> like constantly like all it is is just like i've called them i've been somebody said they moved into my neighborhood in april and they've been calling the cops ever since because of somebody lighting off fireworks and i'm like yeah well, one people light off fireworks every city Get i don't like it, it. I'm, i know i'm don't. not for it it fucks with my head especially after yeah. i've been tear gassed by the police yeah. and flashbanged i don't want it but do i think the police can solve that problem they can't do fucking shit hell no if if anybody has a chance of finding the fireworks people, it's their neighbor who could just say, hey, like, you know, I'd really appreciate it even if you just like gave us a heads up first or like go or to, go a to an open field, yeah. like just have a have a conversation because it's like it's exactly. probably just a kid. It's a and, it's and why the fuck do kids have access to these fucking crazy fireworks to begin with? Yo, Sam's South Club? Carolina, does, South Carolina, you go down there, you can get wild fireworks, mm-hmm. wild, you know, and it's all going to pass and like. We'll move on from it. But like calling the cops is a crazy. I mean, and clearly, like, honestly, the cops don't even care. I mean, they're not even doing anything about it. Don't give a fuck. I mean, if they've been called. But who moves into a neighborhood and then just calls the cops for like months straight? Ridiculous. They're like, I would be in danger if I tried to confront this person. Is that what she's saying? Yeah. I'm like, you don't even know who the fuck it is. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you just go knock on a door? Yeah. Find out. Fuck around. Find out, Karen. Hmm. So pull, pull up with those carrots. They're, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. So. I think my mom is getting more annoyed. Her name is Karen. Oh, it's got to be hard. You know, it probably is hard if you're not like necessarily a Karen. And right. but like whatever. Yeah, you. Have, it's a small, a small injustice. That she should start a group Karens against Karens. She should. Wouldn't yeah. that be great? That would be great. To like know who all I'm the tell her. the good Karens are yeah. out there. Mom, if you're listening, start that Facebook group, start that Instagram group. I mean, it's terrible how many like ways. Yeah, I mean, people just have to make up ways for names for all these ridiculous people who are out here, just like calling the cops, you know, all the time. I do think it's great though because it these Karens are truly showing like the irony and the dangerousness of white feminism, and it's yeah. fucking real. Like. They're they're exposing themselves. Right. Just remember Emmett Till. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're doing the same thing. You're threatening yeah, someone's You're life. using your power. You know what you're doing. Right. And you yeah, and you and you gotta stop. Like and we have to yeah, stop what them. The fuck? And shame them. I mean, because that yeah. work that seems like it's public a, shaming is what's working right now. I know. It seems like it's the best bet. And also like all a lot of these people are like quote unquote you know, I mean they probably like liberal oh yeah there's i would vote for obama a third term if i had the chance like those people that doesn't make you not racist the get out family yeah <laughs> oh mm-hmm. yeah but anyway um i hope the court keeps making awesome awesome decisions yeah all my ladies in the court stay alive yeah we love you um i love sonia sotomayor roberts Keep making good decisions, dude. I don't know. He's 
Yeah, you're a little. He's a fucking flake. Though. I don't trust I don't, you as far as I, I could throw yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. But at least you reaffirmed this. Right. You voted well on three cases, so that's good. So, so we'll be back next week, and um, yeah, if you guys have any, if you want to share what's been going on with you guys, this is a stressful time too. Like, mm-hmm. come in the Come Queens group, and we can we can talk it talk out. it out. Yeah, get those orgasms in too. They're really, really yeah, helpful dude, if I've you be- can do it. Some yeah, people have a hard time during Man, this time. Man, I've been forgetting to like self-care. masturbate. I know. And I, I actually did it like last night. And then I, and I was like, I felt so much better. And I just went on a roll, you know, like I was like, how many can I get? Yeah, you have to get it in while you can. But Maxed out at five, guys. Ooh. Five. Class <laughs> <laughs> for Charlotte. That's awesome. Yeah, I I just haven't been yeah I haven't been able to find the time, but I think that I need and also to. the mindset, dude. It's hard. It's hard to like get all this shit out of your head. Yeah. but I think you gotta turn turn the shit off and watch mindfulness meditation. Yeah, mindfulness orgasming. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that's a thing. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you next week. <laughs>